Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch's sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com code odyssey. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Holy shit. It's quite a selection. White wakes me up. Blue calms me down. Orange keeps the demons from dancing all around. And then this blue one is so I don't get bloating and gas and then I don't shit my pants. How do I get me some of that? You just call the lady and say, I'm thinking about harming myself and others. You have to say and, and not or. Oh, oh, you said and, and others. others. That's it, it's the and others. On this episode of The Commercial Break. Or could it possibly be a blob of cold air coming from the air conditioning unit? I mean, come on, guys. It doesn't look anything like anything. It's a blue blob on a screen. And now you're projecting great Nana against the wall. I see her. I see Nana. The next episode of The Commercial Break starts now. Welcome back to the commercial break. I'm Brian Green. This is my dear friend and beautiful co-host, Kristen Joy Hoadley. Best to you, Chrissy. Best to you, Brian. And best to you out there in the podcast universe. You get a universe. And you get a universe. And you get a universe. We're we're in the multiverse. We're in the multiverse. I got to give a shout out to my favorite YouTube channel right now, The Y Files. Hosted by this guy, AJ Gentile, and I'm not going to claim to know a lot about the guy because I just literally looked up his LinkedIn <laughs> two seconds ago. And his fish, his talking goldfish, Hecklefish. Don't let me, don't let me, don't <laughs> get distracted. Yeah, don't get distracted by the minutiae of his channel. Just go watch it, The Y Files. I highly recommend that you go watch it because I think that this channel has a, there's certainly more, he's certainly more fact focused than we are. But okay. it's funny because he's talking to a fucking fish called Hecklefish, <laughs> right. and the fish is really funny. And I don't know who plays the fish in this show, but it's really fucking funny. And don't the, replace me with a fish. I'm not going to. I could. An <laughs> AI fish. And we'll get into AI. I'm about to tear AI apart here in a second. I think I'm really getting to the bottom of AI. Oh, good. And I'm learning that it's all horse shit. It's a buzzword meant to send investment dollars into these tech companies, but we're nowhere close to sentient beings. And I'll explain that in a different episode. But AJ Gentile and this um, YouTube channel, The Y Files, is a pragmatic look at the rabbit hole. He Mm. takes some of the most outlandish and insane claims that we've ever heard. All of these kind of um, urban myths and legends Mm -hmm. and CIA is covering up this and no one landed on the moon and this guy got abducted by an alien and, you know, there's a hole in the middle. Elvis is living in uh, an island. All of it. Right. There's a hole in the middle of Texas where you jump in and you end up in another (laughs) universe. It's all there. There was a famous radio show that was on, uh, that's still on, I think, but was on for a long time called Coast to Coast. Do you remember Coast to Coast? I think so, We actually carried it on one of the radio stations that we were on. It played midnight to 4 a.m., and it was all about the 
weird world that you all the strange people who are in their basements with tinfoil hats thinking all these things and reading about this and investigating that it was all about that it gave them a platform to uh it it was essentially a community of people who kind of talked about this in a serious way like let's get to the bottom and see if there's actually anything to all of these wild and wacky claims that so many people are believing in and so many people are making the y files takes that a step further he puts it in visual format, so now we can see any compelling evidence or we can hear about any compelling evidence. Nice. And But at the end of the day, AJ is an extraordinary pragmatist, just like Brian. Just like you. A pragmatic pragmatist. <laughs> and so what AJ will do is he'll spin a yarn. He'll start, he'll start an episode and he'll go, in 1967, the CIA secretly covered up a UFO landing that killed hundreds of people in the middle of downtown Los Angeles. And then he'll go and he'll tell the story as if we believed it already. Right. And then at the end, he'll go, it's an interesting story, but is it true? Right. And then he goes and debunks 99% of these wild claims in a way that leaves room for interpretation. Like he's not, he's not knocking people down for believing it. He's saying it is believable if you were to look at it this way. But if you dig into it a little further, maybe it's not so believable. Mm -hmm. So I've been watching this channel obsessively in the shower. In the shower. In the shower. That's where you watch it. It's adding an extra 15 minutes to my shower (laughs) that's already 45 minutes long. Most of the videos are like 20 to 40 minutes long, but I swear to God, I get, I get engrossed in these videos because I believe the first part of it. I'm like, oh, yeah, I really want there to be a hole in Texas where we can jump into the metaverse. <laughs> but it's not true, right? And AJ does such a great job of, first of all, telling a story and second of all, being a pragmatist at the end of it. That I just love the way he approaches this. I lo- always loved Coast to Coast, but I always felt at the end of the day, like, why why exactly are people believing in this? Like, it still sounds like horse shit to me. AJ debunks it. He takes the time to research it. It's really, really good. And it's funny because there's a hecklefish in there too that heckles <laughs> that heckles AJ, right? And hence the name Hecklefish. Yes. And they bring all this up to say, first of all, go watch his channel. I love AJ. I'm giving him... I, there's a very good possibility that listeners of the commercial break are going to like AJ a lot better than they like the commercial break. <laughs> and I'm taking that chance. So AJ, if you... If you end up making money off these listeners, please share with us. Because <laughs> we haven't so far. Because we haven't so far. If you figure out how to monetize them, then God bless you, child. But the other, the other reason why I bring this up is to preface this most recent topic that he brought up that we've all been reading about in the news. I'm sure you've heard about it. This senior intelligence official who has now filed a what they call a whistleblower complaint with the postmaster general of the DOD Department of Defense because he says that the government and a couple of these very specialized units that are highly classified only need to know, meaning maybe only 10 people in the world, know about what their mission is, know exactly what's going on. And even the most, like, the highest security clearances can't get into these little fiefdoms because it's only on a need-to-know basis. So well, if, and locked in people's bathrooms. And locked in people's bathrooms and on stages of, uh, you know, wedding yeah, facilities. Exactly. But they, there are so many of these compartmentalized intelligence units that are out there investigating certain things. And they're not all hanky-danky, you know, wild theories and crackpot shit. Some of them are actually trying to get to the bottom of some of these, what they now called UAPs, Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon oh, or Unidentified right. Aerial 
yeah phantoms i don't know what the fuck they call them. i don't know why we're getting into just call it what it is it's a ufo it's always been a ufo it'll always be a ufo so let me explain because i first of all i want to share with the audience even though we have done a lot of alien content on this channel all of it has been extraordinarily wacky it's clear that anybody that we've talked about that has had experiences with aliens right. is an alien themselves because they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> One guy fathered 3,500 alien babies and mm-hmm. was whacking off on a tree, and then they took his sperm, and he and all of a sudden he's got baby. I don't know what the fuck was the going on with that tree. guy. The whacking tree. The whacking tree. Going down to the whacking tree. Yeah! That was from- that originated from uh, one of our uh, mountain monsters. Mountain monsters. <laughs> but then this guy, remember, he was out at the tree, yes, and then he saw a lady, lady. And, yeah, and yeah. she was beautiful. He, ne- and he never got a picture of her never got a in picture. like all these years. 78 years of visiting <laughs> the aliens and fathering children up there, and he's got 3,500 alien babies. Not one photograph. If you, I went to my therapist today, and my therapist asked me, oh, do you have a photo of this person, my, my brother? Because I was talking about my brother. Do you mm-hmm. have a photo of, the, of your brother? I just want to put a face to a name. I had to scroll through 36,000 <laughs> pictures of my children to get to one photograph of my twin brother. My twin brother. And this guy didn't have one photograph of any of the 3,500 kids that he had. Now, they happen to be alien babies, but okay, whatever. Yeah. Everybody that we've reviewed on this channel is obviously in another universe, and I don't mean actually in another universe. They're <laughs> in another universe in their head. In their heads, mm-hmm. emotionally, mentally, they're in another one. But I firmly believe that we cannot possibly be the only life form in the entirety of the universe. I agree. It just happens to be my own personal belief. But now I also have never seen anything that says to me clearly that we've been visited by aliens. Mm-hmm. So while I believe there are aliens... I have never firmly believed that they're here on Earth. Number one, I don't care. I don't want to be that (laughs) interested in the alien domination of the human race. Number two, I've never seen any conclusive evidence that tells me that that has actually happened. And number three, Men in Black is not a documentary, okay? I'm just sharing that with some of my friends who happen to think it is. If some people are aliens, that would explain a couple things to me, though. Yeah, I have to say. like the party in the woods. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I agree with you a thousand percent. But before I lose all of my Facebook friends, I'll move on. Because <laughs> the, the guy so with the, yeah, the guy with the the Charleston tour yeah. of going to the same open mic night <laughs> twice in a week. Uh-huh. He's no longer my friend on Facebook. Oh, did he heard? <laughs> oh my god. No, I don't think he heard. I think he he wrote that he was going through this, you know, spiritual awakening, and he oh. was going to cleanse out anybody who didn't communicate with him in the last three months. Well, I didn't communicate <laughs> with him on his Facebook, but if he would only listen to the show, then he would know that I'm communicating with him. I'm, I'm still rooting for you, bro. Even yes. though we're not Facebook friends, still rooting for your 48 year old ass to, to get that, you know, absolutely that rocket ship to the moon and become <laughs> the Kenny Chesney of bad. Southern rock guitar players. Okay. So this latest uh, episode, he touches on this guy, David Grush, Grouch, Grush, whatever his name is, this whistleblower. Now, why is this guy, and this is what is starting to make me believe that there may be aliens, we may have contacted them, and we may have a better understanding of what's going on. Let me explain a little bit why. Most wackadoos who see aliens, they report it to their, you know, their local other wackadoos like 
the wackadoos report to the wackadoos and the wackadoos report back to the wackadoos about chamber what wackadoos. Chamber of wackadoos. Yeah, chamber of wackadoos are reporting <laughs> to each other. It's a big, it's a big like. That work. It's a big, <laughs> I, I don't want to say this painfully or, or mean, but this is kind of how I mean it is a little bit mean, <laughs> is that it's a big sincerity suck. When you report to the other wackadoos, what else are you supposed to do? You, there's got to be somebody that is credible enough and has evidence and has seen it themselves, and they go through the channels that you would otherwise understand as credible channels, scientific proof. I was there. Mm-hmm. I saw it. There's evidence. I may not be able to show it to you, but there is evidence, and I'm sharing it with you. <laughs> this, <laughs> now, wait. Just let me explain. Me. Yeah, just <laughs> believe me. <laughs> I can't show it to believe you. Believe me. But there's evidence. This guy was a was a high level national intelligence officer who became the liaison between something called the NRO and the UA the UAP team or the UFO team. So in other words, he was a guy who was liaising between those two organizations to try and make sure they were all on the same. He was a liaison, not a lesbian, <laughs> a but liaison. A, yeah, a liaison. He was a liaison. <laughs> so. <laughs> He, it sounds fun to be a liaison. It does sound fun to be a liaison, <laughs> doesn't, doesn't it? it? <laughs> what do you do? I'm a liaison. For who? Right. I can't tell you that. It's highly classified. <laughs> I'm a liaison between the wackadoos <laughs> at the commercial break and the other wackadoos at commercial break. I'm going to put that on my LinkedIn profile. Just liaison. liaison. Yeah. Co-host and liaison. <laughs> But you got to put some little French, like, <laughs> yes, liaison. exactly. With the, yeah. with the accent mark. <laughs> I'll just start going to the podcast conferences. I'm a liaison. Between all you people not making money, between us people not making money, and you people who have it. That's what I am. I'm a liaison. Unfortunately, that doesn't mean I get the money. This guy, David, he says that the aliens are here. He says that the government has not only recovered crafts, ships, aircraft that are of foreign, non-Earth-like, made of non-Earth-like materials uh, and technology, but there are also bodies. There are pilots of those ships that have been recovered. He says that some people approached him and they said, we don't like the way that this is being hidden not necessarily from the public, but hidden from the other channels and chains of communication because this could present a real threat. It could present an opportunity. It could present something. But we don't like the way that we're having to sneak around and not tell anybody this. So then David gets involved, and he says (laughs) he took it to senators. And then after those meetings with those senators, high-level senators inside the intelligence or uh, oversight, he went to those senators. Then those senators started a, with the DOD, the Department of Defense, started an active campaign of retribution against him. So here's where, oh. here's where I think this gets really interesting and why I'm starting to believe this particular story. Because he files a whistleblower complaint, which is a law that says that if you see that something is going wrong, someone's breaking the law, acting fraudulently, hurting other people, something that's against the general spirit of the Constitution and your sworn duty, then you can file a whistleblower complaint and there will be no retribution. There should be no retribution. This is a law in corporate America. It's a law in the government in the United States. He files this whistleblower complaint. He doesn't go straight to the media and say, I saw aliens. (laughs) You know, he doesn't go, I saw aliens and they had big green eyes and I got, I fathered some alien children. 
he goes to an attorney. He writes up a actual um, whistleblower complaint. complaint, and he sends it to uh, the inspector general who is overseeing his particular department. Inspector general being the guy who is supposed to make sure that the inner TikTok of these organizations is working. So there's lots of inspector generals in the government overseeing different parts. They're like the internal traffic cop, right? Mm -hmm. They're supposed to play this. But here is the craziest part. Guess which attorney he hired and guess which attorney walked that whistleblower complaint in into that office of the inspector general. Mm. I have no idea. The very first inspector general overseeing these particular departments. The very first man that was ever hired to be the traffic cop. Oh. So that is like... Lends some credibility. It lends an incredible amount of credibility. Mm -hmm. And the guy is not going off half-cocked, telling everybody what he saw, showing pictures, presenting the evidence. He's not breaking the law. He's saying, I know something's going on here. I know that I'm being silenced. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm going to go find the most credible attorney regarding these particular matters and i'm going to tell him my story and if he believes me we're going to walk in together and we're going to file this report lending a whole shitload of credibility to what's going on here because you think the inspector general is going to go wait you fathered 3,500 alien babies and now you want me to walk a report in there telling you that i don't think so sir yeah but if he says here are the facts sir just as i see them this is what i experienced then this inspe- former inspector general goes, I know you're telling the truth. And that's exactly what some generals, colonels, high, high levels in the intelligence, officer, um, intelligence officers are now saying about this guy, David. They're saying, I can't share any information regarding what he's talking about, what he has shared so far, which is we have craft, we've gotten them, it's an arms race. Countries all around the world are either teaming up or against each other to get a hold of this technology. But I will tell you this. David is right. He was in this position. He was re- he was a liaison. <laughs> and what he's saying is not untrue. I can't tell you whether or not it is true, but I can tell you it's not untrue. Oh, <laughs> isn't the opposite of untrue true? Chrissy, let's not get into semantics here on the show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because the truth, as we have learned over the last seven years, is highly subjective. That's, that is true. That is true. <laughs> that, is, that is not untrue, Chrissy. That is not untrue. But I will tell you right now. It's very interesting. That this captivates the, in, this tickles the very inside of my Abdullah <laughs> Amblagada. Because if this guy, if what he's saying is true, and let's take it a fa- face value that it is, and now he's got a team of people that are lining up behind him saying it's not untrue, and we're willing to go to bat for him, I think we might be on the verge of understanding some of what the government has known for possibly years. I cannot believe the government would keep secrets. Chrissy. It doesn't happen. It goes against every, <laughs> it goes against every fiber of my being to think this, but I do think the government may be lying to us. Wow. And I don't know what we can do about we it. We need to get Oliver Stone on this. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Let's... Let's take something that seems to be going swimmingly well, and let's get Oliver Stone's opinion about it. <laughs> He's the... Well, he did that series of things, I think they were on Showtime, maybe, of all of the 
things that had been covered up and lied about by the government over the past like 50 years. Yeah, I mean, he did it like all around the world, like Mussolini, Hitler, all this other stuff. He that was a good show. It was a good show. But I don't think it was groundbreaking in any way. I don't think he was telling us anything we probably didn't already know. And I love Oliver Stone. Everything except that damn On Any Given Sunday, that stupid (laughs) movie. I love all his other movies. The Doors is one of my favorite movies of all time. And I don't know why, because quite frankly, it's terrible. But I just love it. I read his autobiography. Did you? Yeah. What is his problem? Where did he go wrong? (laughs) I love Born on the Fourth of July. I I love all of it. All of it. I love JFK, even though that's kind of an out-there movie. I love that movie. Anytime an Oliver Stone movie comes on, I take the time to watch it, unless it's on any given Sunday, which is a terrible movie. But besides that, I will watch Oliver Stone's films. But I do think Oliver Stone is can be a bit delusional. I'm just sharing. <laughs> you got to start you. somewhere. You do have to start somewhere. <laughs> it's like that other guy who makes all those documentaries, Bowling for Columbine and all that other stuff. What's his name? Ken Burns? Ken Burns. Ken Burns. I love Ken Burns. Ken Burns is the most respected yeah. documentarian ever. And yes. you want to know why? Let's get Ken he Burns stays away from all the trash. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to do something on the Civil War. I'm going to do something on the Vietnam War. The history of jazz. Yeah, the history of jazz. I'm going to do something on, I'm going to do a 35-part series on national parks. <laughs> and billions of people tune in to watch, you know, 15 minutes They're of- They're so good. Yeah, talking about how Yellowstone got its, you know, I, I don't know, the tr- redwood trees or whatever. And they're so fucking good. He's so good at what he does. He is. Now, I'm talking about that other guy. You know, that's, he's like a super liberal. Uh, what's his name? The guy who did Bowling for Columbine, um, me, and, me and G.E. Marley. Jack and me, Mac and me, Jack and me, Mac and me. Mel? <laughs> no, uh, I can't remember his name, but you'll, we'll remember it. I'll remember it five minutes from now. <laughs> <laughs> that guy <laughs> that's how we got to get on it man i'm thirsty um i just talked for it 10 minutes up. without a, without a breath uh yeah <laughs> but you know sometimes when people well how do we know how this is gonna go like is it in the process of happening yes, right now it's in the process and the inspector general has now said i do believe there is credible evidence that wretch that a campaign of retribution has been uh has been initiated Happened, yeah. against this guy, David Grouch. And that kind of says to me everything I need to know, too. Like, if the inspector general, if the inspector general just thought this was a bunch of trash and another person trying to profit mm-hmm. off of the UFO he wouldn't take bullshit, it he wouldn't take it up. He'd shut it down right away. He said, get out of here. Go talk to the other wackadoos in the UFO club down the street. But then now it's making me think about all those wackadoos with the UFO clubs. Yeah, maybe there's something. There's. I do think there's a few people could who be probably a grain of salt, of sand, in that. I, I think ninety nine percent of all, and I have trolled so much content about UFOs and you know visiting aliens and all. I have watched so much content <laughs> on this. You wouldn't believe how filled my brain is with these people and these stories. And I would say that 99% of it seems to me to be pretty explainable. Like, you can explain it away, or it's so very unbelievable that I have a hard time wrapping my head around it. But then there's like 1% of mm-hmm. some of these stories, like this particular story, where I go, hmm, interesting, could be true. And you think about it, if there are aliens, and they're visiting, and they have this super-duper technology, first of all, why did they crash if right. their technology is so awesome? But we would want it. But we would want it. And mm-hmm. so would everybody else. Mm-hmm. China, Russia, Cuba. 
Well, I mean, is this just El Pakistan specific to the U.S. or no? This has happened around the world. It's well, got to have if it's happened here. Some people, if you, there's a huge report that this guy David, or there's a huge story that was done by two reporters on this David guy, and he spoke with them for this. It's a lot of technical jargon in there, and he doesn't give away he doesn't give away super specifics mm-hmm. because he is still in the intelligence community. So he can't. He doesn't want to go to jail. But this report is so very thorough, and the it's not an easy read. It's very difficult to read, actually, because there's a lot of references to governmental organizations and how they work together. But the one of the conclusions in this story, in this, like, 15-page story, is that governments around the world, the United States and other friendly allies, have been working together. So if an alien... If some guy's fathering alien babies down in Brazil and the Brazilian government finds out about it, they send in the Americans who might have some more knowledge about this because because we're kind of the experts or the leaders on this, right? They send them in to collect the guy and his alien sperm and bring him back to the United huh. States for further testing. Wow. So, yeah, I, I'm just and, – and then there are governments Having that are not the, friendly. So they have United sperm, States. you think? I think it's likely that they have a body. And that they've opened up that body and that they, there's something going on with, they know what's going on with that body. Uh-huh. Like, I don't know, retractable penises. Think about evolution one million years from now. Retractable penises, sperm that flies and talks. I mean, there could be all kinds of things that are going on with alien bodies that we just don't know. Wouldn't it be fascinating to see like a, like an autopsy of an alien? Hell yeah. Yeah. You remember uh-huh. like 10 years ago? When the internet first came around, 10 years ago, like 30 years ago when the internet first came around, when YouTube first came around, and there was that highly convincing video that someone put out of the alien autopsy. Yes, yes. Man, (laughs) I watched it, and I was like, oh my God, they got it. We got it. It's all, it's our hair. They're coming for us. And then it was some guys, some special effects makeup guys who had worked on Waterworld with Kevin Costner, (laughs) some shit like that. Speaking of autopsies, did you see the lady woke up from the from the casket? Did you see that in no. Brazil? Oh, yes. This was like a couple of weeks ago. Yes. Wait, yes. Yeah. No! Yes. Uh, no, that's ah! like the worst nightmare, right? It's horrible. Oh, God. So you've probably heard this story, but in case you haven't, because we're recording a couple of weeks ahead of time, there was a lady. She was a pronounced dead. And in the traditions and customs of that particular village or religion or whatever, they quickly wanted to put her in the ground. So hours later, they're holding a wake for her. And she's in the casket when all of a sudden, people start hearing scratching on the inside of the door. And they're all freaking out. Jeez. And one of the people opens up the casket. <laughs> and the lady up. is, the old lady is like, ah! <laughs> ah! <laughs> ah! <laughs> Yeah, being buried alive. I mean, they make horror movies. There are, that. Ca- but there are cases of people mm. being buried alive. There mm. are cases of people being buried alive. There are rituals where people get buried alive, like spiritual rituals. These new age shit. Oh, heads. that's right. I yeah, think it, yeah. <laughs> I saw one. I saw some guy on the internet. This is months and months and months ago. I saw some guy on the internet was just gotten back from a grave ritual, and I was like, "It's a grave <laughs> ritual. Let me look into that." The guy got lowered down into a grave, <laughs> oh, buried. He had a tube for air, uh, 
Right? And then they said, we'll be back in 20 hours. No, thank you. Fuck that. No. I one time went to an isolation tank. You, like I was going to say, you could just go to those sensory deprivation yeah, tanks. Yeah, I couldn't only handle it for an hour. I was done. I was done. I was out. You start to trip balls. And when you start to trip balls, you start to think that no one's coming back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like, am I really dead? Or what's going on? It really fucks with your brain. Sensory, sensory deprivation really fucks with your head. I want to try it. You want to try it? Mm-hmm. Should we do it? We should. We should do it, and then we should ask if we can do a, have a microphone in there. Yes. But the one that I went to was the water one. Right. Where it's like, it's very salty water, mm-hmm. so you float. float to the top of it. Jeff's done it. But then they close this little this little door, and then it's completely black. There is absolutely no sound. There is nothing. I think some of them you can have sound, though. I don't know. I don't know if... Well, that's not sensory yeah, deprivation. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just a widespread concert when you're really drunk. <laughs> yeah. I guess this and is you're just in a fish a parking lot tub. taking a nap. Yeah. <laughs> a hot tub. Yeah, it's just a hot tub party at that point without any other people. <laughs> I would totally do it again if it was for comedy purposes. Yeah, we should do it. They have them here. There's one down in the. Oh, yeah, they have five. a ton of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. They've got five or six of them. You could, in, what I would suggest is that we make an arrangement with the people ahead of time and say, can we have a microphone inside of the, the thing? And then we'll just talk it out as we go. How does that work with the water, though? What do you mean with the water? Well, because we're going to be in water. Oh, no, I'm saying put the microphone in the room. Oh, oh yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we might have to go to it. And, this, and like describe what we're thinking yes, and feeling. Yes. Okay, I like it. Unless you want to do the grave thing, I'm gonna and then I the can notebook. put a camera in there. Speaking of graves, everything yeah. goes to the grave. Yeah, that's right. Topic. That's right. <laughs> I was talking to Tina because she's, you know, she works for us. I was talking to Tina and she was in the studio and I was like, and she was like, oh, the famous notebook. And I said, yeah, where good ideas go to die. (laughs) (laughs) She was like, I'm going to, I'm going to get you guys on some of these things. I'm like, good luck to you. Yeah, I know. We do have good ideas in here. But then as soon as we start, we stop recording. We're both like, pow. Yeah, we go the separate ways. (laughs) I'm going to take it home with me. The commercial break is a very compartmentalized thing. So microphones turn on, and then the microphones turn off. And anything that happens off the, off the microphone, it's anything talked about on the microphone isn't getting done after the microphone turns off. But maybe now that we have uh, extended our partnership with AdvertiseCast, who's been so generous and lovely to us, maybe we actually should take the time to do some of these. We stuff. should. In fact, the last note, note that I wrote would, was, what would Frankie do, stickers? That is a, that's a done deal. Yeah. yeah. So if you want your 21 EPM stickers, if you want your 21 ejaculations per month, if you're out there <laughs> whacking against the tree hoping for alien babies, <laughs> if you want those, they're running out quick. Like the rest of my sperm, they're coming. it's coming quick, quickly coming to an end. That's right. So if you want it, get it now, because I'm telling you, I think we only have like 50 of those things left, and then we're done with them, and then I'm making a new sticker. I want to move on from 21 EPM. what would Frankie yeah, do. Absolutely. So... All the alien talk, all the wacky do stuff. Go watch the Y Files, AJ and Hecklefish. It's incredible. All of this stuff made me yearn. First, I mean, if the aliens are real, then what content do we have? Don't t- don't start telling me Bigfoot's real because then we're going to be <laughs> shit out of luck. <laughs> but what do we have? We've, what do we have? Well, we've got ghost hunters, we've got mountain monsters, and we've got Frankie B. So I figure if we've got those three, we've got at least another good half year left in us. That's right. 
<laughs> we'll throw a dating show in there too. Oh uh, yeah, we can do. We a should bring some emails. We haven't done that in a while. Yeah, we'll get to some emails. I got that coming up. We got okay. that coming up in a few episodes. All right. Okay. So without further ado, I was trolling on the internet as you do, as I do like to do. TCB. Hey, everybody, it's your favorite part of the show where I pine for more of your attention. First way you can help fill this hole in my soul, go to Apple and leave us a positive review. It takes two seconds out of your day and it really does help grow the show. But there's no quid pro quo here. You don't have to give us anything to get something for free. Go to tcbpodcast.com, hit the contact us button and send us your physical address. We'll send you a 21 EPM sticker directly to your locale. You can also go to youtube.com slash the commercial break for fully edited episodes the same day they air here on the audio feed 855 tcb 8383 is where you go to drop us a text message questions comments concerns content ideas we take them all at 1-855-TCB-8383 add the commercial break on instagram if you're into that kind of thing and tcb podcast on tiktok it's what i hear the kids are doing it's all the rage one last thing if you could if you will if you would visit our sponsors websites buy their products if you're in the market for them and always use our specialized urls or codes when and if you can they pay our bills and who knows you may be the reason we have electricity in the studio tomorrow and i thank you ahead of time for that kind gesture let's listen to those sponsors for a few minutes and then we'll be back to this episode of the commercial break Hey, Podcast Universe, it's Christina, executive producer for The Commercial Break, and we are so excited to let you know that Rocket Money is sponsoring part of the show. We've all done it, gotten a little wine drunk and started a free trial so you could watch a new show, only to find yourself looking at your bank account a few weeks later wondering why you have a star subscription. I mean, maybe that's a little specific to me, but I know you've done something similar. But that doesn't even matter anymore because I have Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Just like me, over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about. And chances are you're one of those people too. Rocket Money quickly and easily finds your subscriptions. And for any you don't want to pay for anymore, just hit cancel and they cancel it for you. Fabulous. Rocket Money also helps you manage all your finances in one place and automatically categorizes your expenses so you can easily track your budget in real time. So, Dad, if you're listening, I have it all under control. Go to rocketmoney.com TCB to join the over 3 million people who have already used Rocket Money. It saved the average person up to $720 a year. So go to rocketmoney.com TCB. Get rid of your unwanted subscriptions and take control of your finances today with Rocket Money. That's rocketmoney.com slash TCB. And thanks, Rocket Money, for being a sponsor of the commercial break. This episode is sponsored in part by Claritin. Do you hear that? Do you hear that absolutely irritating voice that I have right now and all the sinus congestion? Twice a year, we call that the Atlanta flu. That's because those of us who suffer from seasonal allergies can really find it quite miserable during the spring and during the fall. The nasal congestion that can cause pounding headaches, the irritating throat drainage, the coughing. Sometimes I can't taste my food and it can really make some of my days unbearable. 
Luckily, for those of us who do live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Claritin D, quite frankly, changed the allergy game for me. I've been taking it for a number of years, and it's got fast symptom relief that starts working on my allergies and nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes. The double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. All of those symptoms are familiar to any seasonal allergy sufferer, and I just love this product. It's actually kind of serendipitous that I am suffering from allergies today. Just took my Claritin D, and I quite frankly look forward to the relief, and so I don't sound like a duck. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at your pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Please use as directed, and we want to thank Claritin for being a sponsor of the commercial break and a reliever of Brian's allergy symptoms. Thanks, Clariton. I figured it's been a while since we've caught up with the ghost hunters on uh, Travel Channel or whatever. We whatever Discovery <laughs> minus plus plus. Right. <laughs> max, 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 TLC, whatever <laughs> is on. Uh, so we've certainly had our fun with these guys before. We need to check in. They're back. They're Hunting ghosts, I guess, is the best way to explain I don't know what these guys are doing. With their fake equipment, with their made-up equipment, <laughs> cell phones attached to disco lights. <laughs> oh, we're getting an anomaly in the left field. Oh, no, that's just my mom texting. <laughs> Here we go. Ghost hunters, back again. Oh. Together, we hear a smoke... De- Hold on, let me turn that again. Just as I am piecing this together, we hear a smoke detector start beeping in the room next to us, and we are unaware <laughs> it's just that this battery. Mi- yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. Beeping. I need batteries. <laughs> I hate that beeping. <laughs> I hate that beeping too. I one time because you're a- like beep, and then you're like, what? I know what is that. You know, I was in a hotel one night. <laughs> it's like torture, and the fire alarm went off. You know, it's like, beep, 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 beep. <laughs> yes. And, you know, we are so trained in the United States to think everything is all good at all times, like somebody else is going to take care of it, yeah. that I didn't even get out of bed. I was like, ah, whatever. <laughs> do the same I'm place. on the 38th floor of this building. <laughs> ah, no action needed right now. <laughs> I'll wait until I see the fire trucks pull right. up or somebody screams at me that we're all going to die. Then I'll go. But it turned off quickly, and then, like, you know, they like an automated ring. You know, the alarm system has been gone off, but there's no need to worry, whatever. But then for the rest of the night, every... I'd, I, I don't even think there was a pattern to it. No, I think it was like just, 30, 60, 90, 30, it's 60, so, 90. It's so... Yeah, it could be one thing if it was beep, 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 yeah. beep, but no, it's just a beep, and then yeah, <laughs> you wait. You're so right about beep. this. I know. It's the worst. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> so I called on stairs and I'm like, hey, I don't mean to, I don't mean to bother. Can you hear? Hello? That's my phone. My fire going off. <laughs> oh, so sorry, sir. We'll get to it in the morning. Oh, okay. Do you have another room you can put me in? It's the whole. Free breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Free breakfast. 
<laughs> Thank you. Would you like some extra towels? I do. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, if you could just give me your <laughs> get the whole hotel for free. <laughs> First class. <laughs> We've got a cruise ship. <laughs> what? <laughs> ah! Who knew that button was going to come and be so much fun? Okay. Be a spirit manipulating the device. Can you give us another message on this device and tell us who you are? How did you die? What is that device? Like you said, smoke detector beeping. (laughs) It's a smoke detector attached to a tripod attached to a cell phone. (laughs) This is a cell phone. Can you give me a word on this device? Who's texting him? That's got to figure out. It's right here. Great Nana. Get that. Whoa. Great Nana. Nana's the sound for mom. Wait. Great Nana. (laughs) Great Nana. Rocket Great Nana. What you're not seeing is he's got a device that looks an awful lot like an iPhone in his hand. And he's claiming that the ghosts are writing things on this cell phone with, that he's got. And the writing that they're showing on the on the screen right now. Look, he's got the dictionary app pulled up. I know. What is this? A Blackberry from 1987? <laughs> yes. Yeah, it is. It's a kick. What were those? The Kiyosawi <laughs> kick or the Kawasaki kicks. kick or whatever the it was? Kick. T-Mobile kick? Sidekick? Sidekick. Side <laughs> 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 so he's got this sidekick out and he's claiming that the ghost is writing things on it and it says Rocket Great Nana. <laughs> Three words. <laughs> okay. In other words, your grandma could ride a cock. I'm just saying. Without saying, I'm just saying. Rocket great, Nana. Your grandma is clapping back. (laughs) (laughs) Her great-grandmother, when Dorothy heard the voice, she said it sounded more like her mother. Yeah. Which would be Sandra's great Nana, right? Where right. are y'all going with Nats <laughs> I, I wondered why they had this on. I'm assuming this is pandemic era <laughs> filming. Just as we receive this message, great Nana, we make one of our best thermal captures to date. A very cold, unexplained figure seems to walk by in front of the thermal camera from right to left. That's this like blue finger. figure... That's me, guys. I am freezing cold. I mean, it is cold as a witch's tit outside. Anybody need me Mountain Dew? I got a whole six-pack. No? All right. You want me to get out of the camera away? No? Stay? Yeah? Okay, what's the next test message I'm supposed to write? That was Rocket Great Nana Dick Big Wife. What am I supposed to be doing here? Three totally random words? Oh, all right. Okay. Uh, Nipple Clitoris undercarriage (laughs) it contains no heat whatsoever here is a split screen of the unknown figure compared to one of us showing the difference between the heat of the living and the cold of the dead this is also not the ovulus device that i'm holding in my hand it's not the ovulating device what did he say (laughs) there's an ovulating device you're trying to figure out when ghosts are ovulating does he have an oculus Uh, yeah (laughs) an oculus Another great gimmick in great gimmicks in human history. The Oculus. Amazing. 
front of the camera. Here's a split-screen comparison to rule this out as well. Could this possibly be an old woman with her head slouched down? And is it the owner's great nana? We or could it possibly be a blob of cold air coming from the air conditioning unit? I mean, come on, guys. It doesn't look anything like anything. It's a blue blob on a screen. And now you're projecting great nana against the wall. I see her! I see Nana. <laughs> Nana. Nana. Anybody that calls her grandma Nana. Do you call your grandma Nana? I have a Nana. Do you? Do you have a Nana? She's she's British though. I think it's oh, kind yeah. of a British. Nana thing. is okay if you're British. Yeah. yeah, but if you're American, my mom wants to be called Kiki, and I'm like, what the fuck does that oh, have to Kiki? Kiki? Yeah, Kiki. Where did you get that from? Is that like who's that musician in the '80s? Kiki. Uh, was she Shaka Khan or something? Shaka Khan and Kiki? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> I don't know. Already know that the owner's mother, Dorothy, who earlier gave us incredible evidence during our interviews, and Dorothy's mother are both here in full spirit form. And so- your little dog, too! <laughs> Could this be the owner's great Nana completing a fourth generation of matriarchal hauntings? I think you're right. I'm like totally... Every Nana before haunted? Yeah, there's four (laughs) generations of haunting Nanas. (laughs) They all ran out of batteries. (laughs) They're all communicating through the ovulating device. That's right. I'm ovulating! (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no, it's the, it's the connection between between the family members. Malevolent. Malevolent. It just said big, malevolent. There's bad Beg. energy here. Big, malevolent. There's more words coming up on his it's sidekick. It's a cheat. Yeah, it's a cheat, big, maleficent. <laughs> maleficent. Two, though. Uh, it's up here. If you're malevolent, then you'll know some personal stuff about us. Can you... <laughs> I don't even know what malevolent means. Can you look in your sidekick dictionary and tell me? <laughs> Bye. Oh, by the way, you need batteries in your uh, fire. Smoke detector. Smoke detector. So to say your fire extinguisher. <laughs> you need batteries in your fire extinguisher. <laughs> Better get that blinker fluid changed, Brian. <laughs> Put batteries in your fire extinguisher. <laughs> <laughs> Plug those wires back into the wall. You're doing great over there, buddy. Tell us our name or do you know how old we are? You look 62. <laughs> do you know how old we are? Have you had Have you had Botox? <laughs> you look great for your age. <laughs> 40! It just said 40! Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It just said 40. I'm 53. Thanks. Even the ghosts think I look great. I'm the Tom Cruise of Ghost Hunters. It is 40. That's crap. You out. I just said, tell us how old we are. It said 40. Can I point out that that's not the the first thing that I would be asking a ghost if I thought it was there? No, do you know how old I am? (laughs) Do you know how old Guess I am? Age. I'd be like, do you know where the nearest exit is? Can I get back to reality? Yeah. I got actual things to do with my life. Besides talk to great Maleficent Nana. Guess my age. Who's begging for Rocket. Yeah. I mean, guess my age. Hey, who's going to win the NBA finals? You know that? Huh? 
That's what I'd be asking. What, exactly. are, the, what are the lotto numbers? Yeah. yeah. That's 40. Closet? Could this spirit who is now... Could this spirit know I'm secretly gay? <laughs> I'm going to go in the closet and see. Getting personal with us, be trying to lure us to a particular location. We now begin searching for this closet. Zach, come here. Well, it's a house. You're passing a closet every three steps. What are you doing? (laughs) This show is so full of shit. It's just a lot of dark camera angles and people screaming. It's the same as Mountain Monsters. I have to point out that, does it have to be dark for there to be a ghost? I don't think that the ghost cares. Yeah, no, the ghost doesn't care, but they do because they're... Specialized equipment doesn't work unless it's dark. Boy, look at this. We heard footsteps on the roof. Look. What the? This is right by where we were. I walked in here because there's a... Okay, we hear this alarm going off and we need to turn it off because it's annoying. So we're looking for it. First of all, yeah, it's smoke detector beeping. It's actually got closed (laughs) captions for the smoke detector. (laughs) First of all, second of all, anybody, anytime somebody starts telling a story like this, where they're giving every detail, I already don't believe them. They're being chased by the great, the ghost of great Great Nana Nana. around this old house, dark house. And the first thing you're thinking about is tell your pretty little story about how we all got here. There's there's a I, there's steps on the roof. It's a squirrel, you fuck nut. <laughs> Leave it alone, dude. I come up here. There's a walkway, and it's right where we heard footsteps upstairs. Go ahead. Go out and check it out. Oh no, man. Oh. Uh, Nana, Nana's, I don't know. Nana's balancing yeah. herself on <laughs> <upon> the beam. <laughs> <laughs> She's trying to get to the smoke detector to change the battery. (laughs) If you assholes won't do it, I guess I will. I don't even have arms. But I'm going to change this smoke detector because I refuse to leave the house and be sucked into the Teresa Caputo vortex of piggy fronting and fucking dancing on one leg to tell old Greg here he needs new batteries and a smoke detector. I just feel like I'm walking up to a spirit who's just pissed. Go see what is up there. Just pissed. Yeah, the other guy goes, well, just go see what's up there. (laughs) Why don't you do it? No, you. Yeah, no, 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 you. No, you. It's your show. You get paid more than I do. Why did he say pissed? Because I don't know. Because they have to make it sound dramatic. They're just making shit up. Room. Dude, it's a room. Oh, my God, Billy. What was that? Something in there just moved. That was me. I just fell down a flight of stairs. I I think I can see the back of my elbow. You guys want to call an ambulance real quick? An ambulance? <laughs> you okay, Bill? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I got this uh I got this stairwell post stuck through my eyeball, but I'm cool. Keep filming. Keep, keep going. I know we got a deadline for Travel Channel. <laughs> We were right here. I heard something just hit the stairs, and then you guys heard that. These boards move. Oh Oh my god, Billy! What was that? You're right, Billy. Oh my god, the guy's name is Billy. (laughs) My character is Billy. The guy's name is Billy. The actual cameraman's name is Billy. (laughs) Okay, now that's weird. (laughs) (laughs) I'm dude. I'm. Shaking, scared. 
I had my back to that. I was filming you. I was right here. Billy was right here. You were up there, Aaron, and these words just moved. Uh, dude, I don't know why you're telling me where I was standing. I quite clearly remember. <laughs> He's telling everybody where they I were know. standing. You were right here, and I was right there, and you were right there. Who's in this closet? Wait a minute. When we were in here, and we heard the footsteps up there, what word did we get? Closet. It said closet. Did you remember? It said closet. closet. No, what said closet was your T-Mobile sidekick (laughs) that you repurposed into some shitty ghost-detecting device. (laughs) I don't believe any of it. Telling us something about this closet. First of all, second of all, they're making it so confusing to keep up with that who knows? Who believes this shit? I don't know. Who believes this shit? (laughs) I guess for entertainment I guess Travel Channel figures. Give $5,000 to these guys and I could... Go to... Go to the last Radio Shack left in America. <laughs> knock yourself out with 5000 bucks and bring us back some content. I'm going to come inside the closet now, and I want you to grab me. In my general <laughs> penile area. And tug real hard. <laughs> I want you to grab me. <laughs> I'm going to jizz all over you and see if I can make out a format, like a form. If I jizz on you like those old cartoons where they would pour milk on top of the ghost and it would show up. That's right. If I do that to you, will you show up? Let's try anyway. (laughs) All right. That's about enough of that. That's about enough of that. All right. Well, <laughs> I got to go change the batteries in my fire extinguisher. And replace your Yeah, before the aliens come. Yeah. I don't want the aliens to think I'm not up to code. That's right. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to go jizz on some aliens, make some alien babies, jizz on some ghosts. And then, uh, you know. I'm going to go jizz on some other stuff. <laughs> the it's tree. a jizz factory around here. Yeah. God bless. My dad raised four boys. You want to know what a jizz factory is? Four teenage boys in the same house. I can only imagine. You can't touch anything. You can't touch anything. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. TCBpodcast.com. That's where you go. You find out more information about Chrissy and I, all the show notes, the audio, the video, the entire catalog. Is right there for the taking. TCBpodcast.com. Like we've been talking about, that 21 EPM sticker, they're running out quick. So if you want, listen, we now have three separate stickers we've made, and only a few of you that I know of have all three. So keep collecting them. They're free to you. Go to Contact Us button on the website. Give us your physical address, and we'll send it out upon our return. Limited edition. Limited edition. (laughs) Limited edition. (laughs) New edition coming out soon. Don't worry. We're bringing Bobby Brown back. I used to love that group. I used to love that group, too, until, you know, all the crack smoking and reality television show with Whitney Houston. But anyway, at the commercial break on Instagram, TCB Podcast on TikTok. Please do go follow us if you're into that kind of thing. It's all the rage these days. The kids are all doing it. 1-855-TCB-8383. 1-855-TCB-8383. Toll free from anywhere in the world. Text us your comments, questions, concerns, or content ideas. We love to hear from you. 
We'll never sell your information. We'll always return a uh, text message. If you text us, we'll text you back. YouTube.com slash the commercial break. Fully edited episodes the same day they air here on the audio feed. A lot of you commenting that you really like the YouTube videos, and we appreciate that. Go subscribe. Leave us a review. You know all that stuff. All right, Chrissy, I guess that's all I can do for today. I think so. But I'll say that I love you. I love you. And best to you. And best to you. And best to you out there in the podcast universe. Until next time, Chrissy and I always say, we do say, and we must say, goodbye. Goodbye.